Outstanding. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. And we are here today with two special guests from a previous episode. We have Avi. Hello. And Michael. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are we doing? Hello. Sleepy. We're sleeping. We're sleepy. Yes, we, uh, we, we gave uh, tribute to the Mexican gods of food. <laughs> we're all tired. Birria tacos did me in. Y'all are weak. Oh, yeah, for sure. Weak old men. Well, today's episode is a special episode because we're not reviewing any of the gods. We are, we're actually uh, taking a, not a break, but like we finished the main gods. And before we start the playoffs, we thought it would be cute to do a little special episode. A bonus episode. A little bonus. Like if we actually had a Patreon, we'd have to pay for this one. I mean, I could put up a Patreon even though. I'm sure somebody would do it. Would my mother would sign up, you know? Patreon, Patreon. Yeah. Would your mother sign up? No. Nay. My mother doesn't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> would she sign up if it was for Patreon? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, today's yeah. talk. Wow. Where are we going with this one? These two are unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> today's topic is our favorite deity or mystical creature or mystical story as retold by modern eyes. So that could be anything from music to movies to TV to comic books or literature or whatever you want. Whatever you think is, whatever we think, whatever we think is um, a modern day version of a Right. I think that. Yeah, I think so. It's uh, there's a cat rummaging around. Not mine, but Danny's cat rummaging around. Everybody's in Philly right now. Yay! We're all in the same room. Can you even? Crazy. My microphone is much louder, and I don't know why. But we're on splitters, so everybody has to suffer along with us. So appreciate that. I'll help you with that later. <laughs> oh, Mr. Audio Engineer is going to help us with that later. Even though we record this on Audacity and it's literally only one track. Unless we do Zoom calls and then I get everybody else to record their own track. And then I forget to send it to you every time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm pretty sure nobody picked uh, like Loki from Marvel, right? No. Okay. So like a good example of today's topic. Do not make fun of me on the other side of the room. I'm making fun of myself. For not picking Loki. <laughs> not picking Loki. Like, I was... <laughs> should have picked Loki. Goddamn. That's not even your favorite Marvel comic. Uh, you know... But you can pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll all get that in about 20 minutes. Shit. <laughs> you can syphilis. swear on this. It's not syphilis. It's not syphilis, I know. It's, 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 uh... Sisyphus. There you go. Hey, he got it. That's for the part to say, though. So, like in in modern comics, um, Loki is Thor's brother and Odin's son, or even adopted son, and neither of those things are true, as far as the myth goes. As you guys long heard a few episodes, like two episodes ago, when we covered Loki, or now it's like five episodes. It doesn't matter. No, it was only a couple episodes. Well, this is coming out like oh, three right. episodes I have from no now. Idea what the timeline is. Me neither. Crazy Just time. Sincerity, we are recording this at the end of March. Um, that's true. Uh, so every everybody picked a different thing, and we're gonna get into it. As who wants to start? Is Avi N- guest star? Avi, yeah, would you like to? Star, yes. Would you like to start? Yes, so sure. Um, so my pick is uh, Odin as Wednesday from the American Gods uh, book series. Either one, I, I like thought it was um, a really good take on his traditional attitudes, the way he handles things, uh, a little, little sly, a little kind, you know, um, it touched on his ravens, it touched on his abilities, his relationship to the world tree, just thought it was a really, really good job overall. Mm. What did you think of the fact that he had both of his eyes? Well, you know, I, I think from a symbolic standpoint, it didn't change a whole lot. Um, you could argue that at his cycle point, right? Because he relived it anew. He 
was coming back, but he hadn't had that moment in time yet again. So do you think American Gods takes place after Ragnarok? That's a good question. I don't know. Hadn't thought of it that way. I'm going to say no, it doesn't, because Odin's still alive. Right. But when is Ragnarok? Hmm. Oh, maybe they're in the middle of it, and that's like part of it that doesn't get described? Question marks? <laughs> oh, I have like a little fuzzy top that goes on my microphone, and, it, and we tried uh, to gesture and be here. cool about it, and she just gave yeah, us the thumbs up back. Cool they, just it, you know. There we go. Your, your, your filter fell off. And she gave us the thumbs up. <laughs> the filter's always off for me. You know what I mean? The it is. Quick question. How is this? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do I do this? How's that? Oh, that's worse. Okay. This is the front of the microphone. I've got it There we go. So, yeah, that's better. Yeah. All right, cool then. Awesome. Isn't remote recording fun? <laughs> it's, it's extremely fun. Oh, that's significantly better. Oh, yeah. But the problem is, is my mic is, it's a, because it's a camera mic, I got to hold this further down. Because it it's be a camera far. mic, it's used to being further away, where like everybody else is recording on just regular people microphones. You're going to enjoy that editing. Oh, that, I'm going to keep this mic down here from now on. Please hold. I said I was going to edit it. I was just going to Good, good volunteering the job volumes. there. That was good. I edit the volumes part of it for you. He's definitely going to edit this, guys. This is, this is the man who wrote our theme song. He's going to edit our podcast. Isn't that cool? The coolest. It was part of the contract when you wrote the theme song, right? On Unending support. Yeah, I, I wrote the theme song, uh, and I get uh, a massive royalty on it. <laughs> yeah. As in a shout-out, and one time she actually forgot. <laughs> um, so back to Wednesday. No. Back, to, back Wednesday. to Wednesday before Thursday. Yes. Yes. Wednesday. So you, you don't have an opinion on whether this is. I like we are living in the times after Ragnarok. Like we are. Like we are now. Yeah, American Gods is a modern tale. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I suppose you could argue that we were, but if that were the case. Would that be a? Would this be a new incarnation of it's the gods? Movie. Or because the 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 book and the show are both framed as them trying to reclaim their initial popularity and power, right, through right. worshippers. So, did Ragnarok kill them, or did Ragnarok just weaken them? Ragnarok kills them for sure. That's that's what the lore is, right? But and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't read this book because it's old. And I'm sorry mm. that the show hasn't caught up to it. I have no idea. But... Well, the show's done. Not... Wednesday is orchestrating all of the drama that happens. Yeah, for the most part. There are other it, players, but... Yeah, but it's his idea. Yeah. In the book. Mm-hmm. So all the drama that's happening is, is Wednesday's. Yeah. Do you think he's trying to bring another Ragnarok? Or is he just bored? He says he's bored in the book. Yeah. Basically. I mean... But that's not necessarily... I mean, he's known to lie, so it's not unusual right. for him to say one is thing he, and be doing another. Or is that a modern thing that's that they're attaching? That's a modern attaching? thing. He's not known to lie. His name actually means Oath Keeper. Okay. But that's not your fault. You didn't sure, listen I don't to our podcast, anything. obviously. Yeah, I'm reading the book. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps oats. He Oath Keeper. Oath. Oath. For the youth. So they don't get soiled? I would think right now, thinking about that in terms of the book... Which I've also read. I think, I think that's kind of neat that like, over the years, if Ragnarok doesn't ever kick off because the perforation of, of Christianity or something like that, and mm. the people moving to America and whatever, um, would o- do you think Odin would have the capacity to be so salty? Sure. To yeah, be like, I think so. This is this is he bullshit. Spent his ultimately, whole life like gearing up for Ragnarok, carried around his severed head. That's fair enough. He lost his eye to gain knowledge about Ragnarok, and then it doesn't happen. And it brings up an interesting question, right? What happens mm-hmm. to all the gods whose uh, predictive future, right? The um, Ragnarok. No, the no, ter- prophecies. Prophecies don't come true. Right. What happens to them? They start wars in America. Yeah. They haven't come true yet. Or, or, you know, recruit other gods to help them start wars. It's interesting that Odin works with other gods, like African gods and 
Agreed. Etc. Celtic gods, things like that. Like, there's a. It's particularly interesting in the TV show because they work in the Celtic gods there, where they don't do that in the book. Yeah. Uh, because Vikings and Norse really invade the Celtic lands, like to the point where they actually got in a king or two. Yeah. And like Canute and stuff like that. So uh, it would be interesting to me to see Odin try and like work with somebody like Lou. Well, it's modern unionization. I mean, I guess like any port in a storm, you know, but <laughs> Lou's the kind of port I want to look up in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> we know. <laughs> you had to choose. Very nice. Very, very well. Very well done. <laughs> Anything else you want to add for uh, American Gods? I mean, I could talk about the show forever. Um, no, I, I think, you know, if we're looking at the one portrayal we like the most, that's the one portrayal I like the most. Mm, very good. Who would what, like... Uh, what no? would you say, show aside, Odin Wednesday, what would you call him the modern god of now? Modern god of now? Just based on the American gods. Yeah. I mean, I'd still probably say leadership because he's he's right trying to lead the other gods in. I don't want to say revolution, but kind of right. It's the modern god of passive protest, except he's not passive. Not, so yeah, it's not passive at all. Violent protest. Yeah. There you go. There you have it. Who wants to go next? Me to go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for, I thought we were doing, uh, Round Robin. You know, Round Robin's pretty good. You know, I mean, yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to pick Wonder Woman. Okay, great. Wonder Woman. Um, even though, conically, she isn't really based on Diana. Right. She is and she isn't. Um her mythology as far as like who actually created her really just created her because there wasn't any female superheroes mm. um, and then kind of built it around he took a little bit so she's a combination of Diana um, who's also also Artemis but he left out the virgin part of it like well well no but I'm saying if there are no like, ladies on that or no men on the island no but she does get it on with Steve later on I mean theoretically sure it's not theoretically it's it's in the movie no i'm talking about like oh. the comics i didn't read the comics <laughs> oh, i did i mean they looked soft on the boat and everything but like uh no she has i mean she's gonna she rock his a world a lot of more bdsm type adventures than people give her <gasps> oh yeah and those early ones yeah, well so the guy who created her was in like a poly relationship and his wife wanted a uh you know a female superhero Mm. Um, she evolved into a much stronger feminist um, character than she originally was. And what do you... I thought you were going to say his wife wanted a dom around the house <laughs> and they so couldn't get one. Wonder so, Woman. so we wrote Wonder Woman because I they mean, couldn't find... It wasn't the, they didn't have internet or anything to go look one up. I mean, what do you do? Put it in the pages with like the weird mailbox in the single section? Yeah. <laughs> she has evolved into more of the Greek goddess stories now and now I don't remember how long ago but they actually made Zeus her father mm. with Hippolyta uh, did they? yeah they did oh in the movie they don't say that no and they didn't in the in the um, comics it was a long time coming before they named her parentage because um, mm, she was like full when in the movie I know at least they were like Oh, Zeus uh, struck some lightning on some clay, and there came um, Diana. Right, but remember, she was the only child. I was like, that's that straight was... up godhood right there. Um, that's not Demi anything. That's straight up God. Yeah, but she was... That they kept from the comics, the fact that she was the only child that was ever born on the island. Oh, okay. Um, and actually grew up, because all the women were just there. The Amazons just came into being. Um, was supposed to be a hint at her being a goddess mm. I don't know why because usually they reverse that in Greek mythology but again it's not really based in Greek mythology it looks like he created her and then started pulling things okay yeah, um, yeah. but he, I, I'm fine with it like I like it and they went farther with it and it was still based in like Greece and the Amazons were based in mythology so I think he just pulled that out 
probably had a fetish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably had a fetish. Um, but yeah, so she would be my favorite one. He was a doctor too, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Mm. Who, Steve or the guy who invented Wonder Woman? The guy who wrote her. Steve uh, was a pilot. I know, I remember. I remember Chris Pine. Do you remember? Remember? <laughs> remember Chris Pine. Of course you do. We're mixing Marvel and DC? No. DC is... Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yep. Chris Pine was... In... Was Steve in the Wonder Woman movies. Yeah. Mm. Which you probably didn't go see. No, I did. Oh. Teresa and I did did the women's only event. I saw Wonder Woman with you. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You saw the second one with me. Yeah, so. But not the first one. The first one, we went together to Alamo Draft House in Yonkers. And it was a ladies only. I remember. And we met the cutest two little old ladies, remember? I do. So, yeah. Which warmed my heart because they were big Wonder Woman fans from when they were kids. Mm. They were adorable. They were actually the girlfriends that were written. Probably. Wouldn't that have been awesome? Aww. You just didn't realize it. I bet they were. They are now. They are now. In my head, that's the story I'm telling you die. There you go. What were you saying about the invisible jet? Uh, I was saying, do you think... Uh, um, yeah, I was saying something silly. I was just making a terrible joke. Do you think uh, people can see her pee when she's using the bathroom in the nah, invisible jet? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's obviously something she nah, thought about. Nah, nah, <laughs> I mean, nah, based on the 80s cartoons, you can see her in the invisible jet. So <laughs> That is true. Which I always thought was hilarious. That is true. No, I'm good. I'm good on that. Thanks a lot. She's also the only female that uh, could possibly hold Spider- uh, Spider-Man, Superman sperm, just so you know. Oh, oh, that, that is very true. More that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Brody does make a remarkable case for that. It, it is a really good case. It's, it's rock solid. It's it like is. if there were lawyers there present, they would have to. I was not mad when I saw case. that scene. Mm-hmm. No, it was, that, it was that pretty tracks. solid. <laughs> it's pretty solid. It's not a scooter, it's a sailboat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go see Clark's three. I'm here for whatever hero's journey Dante's I'm on. I'm done. I'm done with them. <laughs> I'm not. I was done with the live donkey show at the second movie. No, you weren't. You were only done with that because you... Bill put his hand <laughs> on my knee. <laughs> wow. Because your then-husband was like... They were doing the donkey, and uh, he was like straight fucking this donkey. Obviously, we've all seen this movie. And her then-husband put his hand on her knee like in a romantic gesture. <laughs> I don't think it was related to that docu scene. I think he just good timing. thinks things like that. Like he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the moves on my wife, and he's not watching the screen to see what's going on up there. And it, any and other I yelled movie, in the middle of the movie. <laughs> any other movie? I mean, aside as like Schindler's List, you know what I mean? Like there's just very few other inappropriate times to be like, I'm gonna put the moves on my yeah. wife. And I was like, Are you seriously trying to fill me up right now? Life's little surprises. Wow. <laughs> it is a good knee. Is it? It's a good knee. Not when you're watching a live donkey show. <laughs> One could argue. I don't want. I think we should just move on. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be down rabbit hole. It's bad. Uh, it might. Any Wonder Woman questions? Yeah. What? Did you pick her because of the BDSM bent? No, I picked her because she has been my... No joking sign. I used to make the Wonder Woman bracelets out of toilet paper tubes and color them gold with a marker when I was a little kid and run around the house and go... That's so cute. I wish everybody could have seen the gestures that you did just now. <laughs> they know. To, to illustrate They're familiar with how Wonder Woman Yeah, does. it was the Wonder Woman move. I used to watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. You used to spin around in a circle until I puked. Right. To but your clothes home. never changed. My, no. Mm. No. That's but so I could cute. sing the song when I was I'm certain I'd run around the house singing it. And jump off the couch. <laughs> I used to watch a TV show as a child. Of course you did. Gina met Linda Carter when mm. they were doing the Wonder Woman exhibit at the Library of Congress. Aww. That's and I'm really sure cool. Linda Carter was thrilled when this little person walked up and said, My mother loves you! Nah, she would never say that. <laughs> Gina always kept her cool in front of the older actors. She didn't act like a mom sent her at no, all. No, she told her. She's like, my mom loved Wonder Woman. Oh. 
But she, she was didn't the ambassador that. for it. Well, she didn't true. do that to yeah. Bruce Campbell. She wasn't I mean, like my mom loves I'm, Evil Dead. She, she was like, Bruce she's Campbell. like, I love Evil Dead. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like Linda Carter wasn't like, oh, well, your mom loves me. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. My mom. She wasn't like, my mom loves you. I think you're okay. Right. <laughs> I guess that you're cool. just fine to me. You're just but, okay. But, but my mom thinks you're the cat's meow. Dead. I was like, you met Linda Carter. I can't believe that you didn't go down. I'd have gone down with you. I don't think I knew in time. There's always time. My mom one time, this is true story. I was like mm, 17 or 18. And Keith Hernandez, Mets baseball player, first baseman. 11 time gold glove winner, first baseman for the New York Mets, Keith Hernandez. I am Keith Hernandez. That Keith Hernandez was doing signings at Sterling at the mall, and she called me from a payphone. <laughs> what oldie days? And said, "Oh my God, Teresa, Keith Hernandez is here at the mall. You should come down and get an autograph." Do you remember malls, everybody? Payphones. <laughs> 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 I was like, "Oh, that's great. How am I going to get down there?" She's like, "Well, I'm not coming to get you. You should get on the bus." <laughs> But I did get on the bus. I put on my tightest pants and I went on the bus to go meet Keith Hernandez. At 17. That's right. I'm like, take it all in, Keith Hernandez. <laughs> and that's it. That's how I met Keith Hernandez. I actually met him twice. I went to a book signing for him too. But I was an adult at that stage of the game. Almost every celebrity Gina has met was with you. Yay! I don't take her to go do this. I took my niece Felicia to meet Norman Reedus for her 16th birthday. If, you, if any of my nieces are turning 16 and they want to meet a famous person, call me. I will take you to the famous person. It's true. If they're in sci-fi or fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Mets baseball. Or Mets baseball. Or, or in the Mets. Nah, if, you, if it's in the horse, not taking <laughs> Yes. Yes, that's true. If it's you Daniel Day-Lewis, you're out of luck, I'm afraid. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> why would well, you? Why is uh, that the if, cutoff? <laughs> if you want to meet the beeps, she ain't taking you. She ain't <laughs> That's not true. I would take you to a Justin Bieber concert. I could probably, like... You, you're taking me to a Justin Bieber concert? <laughs> you specifically. I'll get you backstage. Sweet. <laughs> I feel like... Sweet. Yeah, you know, if I can get some Justin Bieber money, that'd be fun. I was going to say, I feel like that's something you'd be shockingly up for in the right context. I... Let me tell you. I would... I would be... I'd be... I'd be Maybe thrilled to try to get that gig. I will take that gig. He would take the gig of a guitar player for the Wiggles. You know what I mean? I mean like he's not. I love the Wiggles. I'll do, Me too. I'll do lead guitar for the Wiggles. No problem. I can I'll sing take Wiggles money. Fruit salad. <laughs> What's that guy? Oh, Blippy. What about Blippy? I don't know who Blippy is. Yeah. You're better Blippi. off. We don't have children. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you ever remember that song Friday uh, by uh, I forgot Rebecca. Rebecca Black. Yeah. Rebecca Black. Um, well. Many, many years ago, I used to be in a, a cover band called $3 Yeager Bombs with uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine called Chris, uh, named Nicole. He was called Chris Valentino. Hi, Chris. And, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, he's a good dude. Kind of goofy at that point, though. And he was like, he's like, guys, 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 we should do this song. We should do this song on, uh, on at Saturday or Friday's uh, 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 show or whatever. And he sent us all this link to, to Friday. And uh, my drummer sent him back a, a reply. Thank you. You now have ruined my streak of never having heard that song. <laughs> <laughs> but you would take Rebecca Black money if she wanted to go out on tour and need a I guitar mean, player. But she's not making money, so no one would take. Is she? Still, is she oh, really yeah. making money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I did I miss something in the she's pop not culture? Doing... Like sponge money or? Oh, they do great money. Uh, no, she still like makes music and like goes out and plays gigs and stuff like that. Okay, but I mean, does she make money? Like, I like money. I like money. I want money. I don't want like Rebecca Black money. I want like Justin Bieber's money. Oh, okay, I see. Which I is, see. Like, that's probably like a hundred thousand dollar a year gig. Nah, it's probably not. It's probably less than that. No. You're getting scale at a beast. Tour, tour. I mean, maybe a hundred grand a year. Yeah, that'd be cool. cool. I'd be good with that. That'd be pretty cool. Hundred. I don't know. I don't know because all the money that an artist makes now is not through the record company or anything. No, it's, it's through all, ticket it's all sales. About live. It's all about live. 
So yeah. I don't know if but they're going to part with any money, extra money for I, I'm sure that. Band. I'm pretty sure that Justin Bieber and uh, 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 Taylor Swift get a better deal from Spotify than I do. That's fair enough. You know? Taylor Swift is a whore. So. Just saying, I don't like her. Mm. You know, you, uh, you know what? I, I, I said I, that one I'm, time, but did I get in trouble? I'm really into her, but I, I really into came the after gangster me. thing Good. that she did to her record company. <laughs> Right? That was that was the most gangster shit ever. You know what she did to her record? Company? I know. Oh, you do? I recall. Oh, okay. Forget it then. No, you can tell I'll, the story. I'll tell the story. No, it's all right. That's all right. Okay. We were just commiserating that we don't even like her. <laughs> so Google it if you're curious. Don't don't worry about it. You got it covered. I said she was a she robot basically, once. Basically, so there the are internet two hated types that. of copyrights. Yeah. Two types of money you get on copyrights. Um, and uh, one of them is goes to the publisher, one of them goes to the performer. So when you perform it, if somebody owns that recording, they're the one making the money off of that recording. Mm. And so what she did, because the record company wouldn't play ball with her, she decided to re-record all her albums and put it out on Spotify, and all her fans ended up listening to those recordings and not the record company's recordings, and the record company did not get their publishing out of it. She's damning the man. She beat the system. So there was a guy, a band on. Respect for that, but yeah, go ahead. There was a band on Spotify that to stick it to Spotify, they recorded like a ten-minute track of silence and asked all their fans to just put it on repeat overnight because it's silence, and they started raking in quite a bit of money because it was like constantly playing on everybody's player. So you get paid per stream, or maybe it was something like thirty seconds long. So it would be a lot of streams. And uh, they were like, you can't do that anymore. And they're like, why? Everything's above board. That's our track. It's called Sleep. <laughs> or whatever. It's 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 the Pootie Chang track. It's yeah. called Eat Shit, Spotify. Do you like the name of that song? New it's called Eat Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making a face because there's no music. It's his new hit. Every, people who have seen Pootie Tang definitely already got that joke. <laughs> I love it. The, the five other people who have seen Pootie Tang. <laughs> we have the same taste in music you and i you and i we, we once had like a uh what would we do we had it we had like the kentucky fried movie date oh yeah. my god we had what chinese food we had chinese kentucky food and with just us just us you know and watching kentucky it was fried great. movie it was great <laughs> my wife was like leave me out of it you go watch that movie without me it's like all right cool well i will that's and good there we go well, now we are up to you. Oh, you, you, you want to talk to me about, about um, okay. Well, I don't know if it's about like Bonneria. favorites, but I, I, I kind of did a, uh, uh, I did a piece of music uh, with a, uh, um, called uh, Carve Away the Stone, okay? And uh, it gives reference to uh, 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 Sisyphus. Yes! See, my brain kept wanting to say syphilis the entire time. It's really that was like so hard to fight. But um, yeah. So um, anyway, so uh, Sisyphus is a dude who um, basically uh, he, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was king of uh, Corinthian. Yeah, Corinth. We're not very good at pronouncing names either, yeah, so don't I'm, feel I'm, obligated to be good I'm at like, it. I'm like, I got beefy. Pasta Fagioli. He was uh, infamous, which means very famous, according to the Three Amigos, um, <laughs> for general uh, trickery and uh, cheating death. And uh, he was punished by Zeus. Uh, <clears throat> and basically, his punishment. Uh, was to be rolling a boulder uphill in the depths of Hades. And every time he get to the top of the hill, well, it would force him down again. I don't know if I'm really doing this story much justice. You are. Okay. He knocked on Zeus, and Zeus hates that shit. Yeah, Zeus is not a nice guy. He's just not a, he's just not a good dude. No, he's not. But, I mean, the the song doesn't really, the song really, um, you know, kind of kind of references that, uh, saying, uh, you know, you can roll that stone to the top of the hill, drag your ball and chain behind you, you can carry the weight with an iron whale, or let the pain remain behind you. Which is, I don't know if it's, you know, 
don't know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's a direct reference to the story, but I think what's interesting. It's a little more uplifting, I think. It's a little bit more. I think a lot of interpretations of Sisyphus in modern culture, including Rush, are they view it they, they view the story in a, a different way like like sisyphus has been wronged in some he was way and no, he wasn't he was a piece of shit no sisyphus wasn't yeah he was i i read that whole story today Listen, him, like, all these guys were kind of with the fire bit. one the oh, gift of oh, fire oh, one that's that's the eagle pecking out the liver oh okay that guy's being yeah. wrong sisyphus um found out like zeus had a secret lover on a secret island and then was like hey oh, why don't you oh, pay okay, me no, money and then knocked him off uh, and then he like he was like oh my god Hades if you let me go to the surface so I can have like a good funeral I'll come right back oh, right, 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 right. and then he I was like know. psych I'm not coming back <laughs> you know the, the whole problem with that is that nobody could die right you know so like if I chopped your head off you just you live just, with it you just live but carry your own head around head. yeah yeah it would be yeah football Definitely. carry it might be pretty cool, actually. Now that I think about it. Oh, nah, very, it would be good. very Sleepy Hollow. I don't know if I'd want. Yeah, well, Sleepy Hollow. Hmm. So I think that references. Mm. No, Nathan Godlock. No, I think that's just spooky legend. Spooky legend. I think so. Modern retellings, not even retellings, but like uh, inferences to pushing the boulder up the hill and you never quite get there, is considered. Uh, a thing to overcome right. because you're being wronged like the weight of the boulder pushing down on you is an obstacle in some way that is either unfair to you or you have something that you have to work past like in that song um, they're trying to work past like the, the pain of their past but like tough titties Sisyphus Sif- 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 you had <laughs> this coming that's right syphilis you deserve it she was inches, inches from everyone. it Sisyphus Sisyphus Syphilis for Sisyphus, you know what I'm saying? Syphilis, 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 syphilis. Oh, he, like, there's, like, shape-shifting and, like, seducing, quote-unquote, you know, what Greek seducing's like. Yeah, they, like, seduce, like, their cousins and stuff, because they're sort of, like, rednecks, but they're gods. No? Yeah. A little bit? They're raping. They're, They're they're like, fat boys with money. Yeah. (laughs) They're, like, like frat boy. That like to bang their sisters. They're frat boys with dads who are judges and don't let them off. That's accurate. Yeah. Unless you step the wrong way and like then every, every the every chief justice is going to come down there and make you push that boulder up that hill until you die. Oh. <laughs> Too late. You're already no. dead. Ice-T will. Because every episode of uh, Law & Order SVU, Ice-T just pops in to say, that's wrong. <laughs> Do you but, think that... Um, <laughs> Totally off subject. I mean, we've but, been off subject. Still, still on 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 the iced tea thing. Do you think that like, With like cops who look, watch Law and Order look at him and they get like pissed because they were like, man, that motherfucker used to sing a song called Cop Killer, and, and now he's a cop on the TV. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Fuck this guy. If you hired Ice T to play a concert, he'd still play that song. I bet. Probably. I think he still does. He probably good. Not. Do mean, it. Does he? <laughs> I don't think he plays concerts anymore. Why wouldn't he? I, I haven't heard the last... Let me see. Let I know he's on the radio. Hold on, hold on. Before, you, right before you Google, before you Google. We'll never cir- know. Circling back, or while you're Googling, circling back around, when you close your eyes and you envision Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you also hear yakety sax in your head like I do? Or is that <laughs> I hate just that me? that song so much. Oh my God. No? All right. Oh. Just me? I hate... Never mind. Ignore that. <laughs> I hate Benny Hill so much. Oh my god, that show was everything for me as like a 13-year-old boy. Everything. I know. Of course it was. Yeah, everything. <laughs> a lot of people say that. They're like, I can't believe how funny. And then I, I watched it when I was oh, a kid. Oh, it's not funny at all. I watched it as an it's adult. Horrendous. I just don't, I never understood like what was funny. Here. Faulty wow. Towers was funny. Benny Hill. It took me a long time stupid. to even you know like that. when you're a 13-year-old boy is the girls running by in lingerie. In garters, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Being chased by a very old man with a cane. Yeah, that's what was funny. The whole show. Around a graveyard. Or, or a park bench, or yeah. a puppy dog. I just remember the graveyard. It took me a long time to come around to Monty you're, you're Python, too. But I got there. Hey, well, um, he's not touring with Body Count, but uh, Ice-T is, is, is touring. He's actually playing... He's playing the beach. He's playing tonight. Oh. Now in California, oh, it's like, in Philly, right let's go. Oh, no, we're playing oh. tonight in California. 
uh, at a casino, resort, and spa. Oh, that's cool, man. No worries. You know, they have like big concert rooms there now. Like, no, I just meant. Like, I mean, he's on the radio right now doing but, commercials for heart shaped Cheerios, leading tango classes. Wow. He's playing with tango with ice tunes. As in, like. Raw bass? Raw like, bass, as in, like. The song. It takes two to make tango, right? Yep. Oh, my God. I would love to see that. Rob Bass is my favorite artist three gin drinks in. Did you know that about me? Like, up until three, I don't dance to Rob Bass, but after three, that's my jam, and I'm out on that Do dance floor. Do you know what floor. I dance to after three? Not gins. Southern Comforts. Hey. Jump anybody, around. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Crisscross. Uh, brown, brown, brown. And then she pours a little bit of her drink out because one of those guys died. When I was in middle Chris school. Chris Brown, I think his name was. <laughs> When I was in middle school, we had a project where we had to come up with a product and market it. It weed, it weed, it weed, it whack. And like that? Two, two of the, the cool kids in school, their product was Rob Bass cereal. <laughs> and they dressed up like Rob Bass and got on stage and danced to It Takes Two while holding a box of cereal that they drew the label on. And it was glorious in the most middle school way you could possibly imagine. So uh, shout out to you. For a special time. Shout out to you. You guys did a great job. There, uh, well, anyway, I he's also at the Palladium on the 21st if you want to go. Where's the Palladium? California. Palladium. Oh. Ta- no, no, New York City. Oh, it's near. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Palladium Times Square, yeah. And then uh, uh, we'll go see him at the... Uh, Sony Hall as well. See, I work for Ice T now. Uh, <laughs> What's the kickback on that, Mike? It's kind of yeah, uh, none. What's in the way? He does it for the love of Ice T. I mean, don't we all? Yes. I mean, fantastic though. I had like no idea that he still uh, did. I mean, there's only three dates in the books here. Right? That's all right. It's it's, a, it's the after times, you know. Raw like, base. And he has a new baby at home that looks <gasps> like so him. Cute. Oh, him and his wife are the cutest. Uh, did you see a picture of that baby? The joke going around the internet was asking if she was even in the room when that baby was made. Was like <laughs> a tiny so ice <laughs> Much like ice tea. Well, <laughs> I think the single best modern reference for ice tea, since we're doing modern references of things, uh-huh. is uh, water tea from Rick and Morty. Just I hate Rick and Morty. Please know this. That's fine. Please know this. I, I, I know nothing about Rick and Morty. It's a terrible I, really, like, I just know it's like, it looks like some sort of cartoon show, and that's all I know about it. Well, it is. It is. But I, I just don't know. Like, it's there's so much pop culture to absorb, and I just have so little attention span these days. Um, You're right. Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> it looked like you got okay? electric shock. No, I was. I'm not used to being in a room with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's it's as evidenced you know, by the distraction. There's like 17 conversations going on. <laughs> yeah. This is a show about iced tea, I thought, right? And this is what, and we've where suddenly we? ended at iced tea. You know. I haven't even gone yet. No, you haven't. No, but we are on iced tea, so you better be able. And to I'm talking about oh, iced tea. the body count and all that shit. It's crazy. There's a pretty big body rock. count in mine. <laughs> Who's talking about? I, you know, no one's talking about body count since uh, 1992. <laughs> um. <laughs> Was a good year. <laughs> for OPP. For OPP. <laughs> Naughty by Nature, man. Boys to Men. Naughty. Naughty by Nature. Uh, Rob Bass. What about third bass? The guy's bass, man. I'm just going to start. I'm going to start with a 90s hip hop. Teresa, who do you pick? I feel like we got to get back on track. We do. We have commandeered the show. Teresa, we have come uh, to the portion of the, of the program where, where you tell us about your choice. By the way, you know what we call that last bit that we just did? Editing floor trash. <laughs> we don't edit oh, anything. The only thing I edit out is as many ums as I can. Um, 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 and shirt wrinkles. Um, shirt wrinkles. Um, uh, um, 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 um. I'll murder um, you um. all. <laughs> all right, Teresa. Whip, out, whip it out. Let's go. All right. My Pop it f- on the table. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> modern. Uh, it's not that modern, actually. It's from the nineties. Uh, since we're doing nineties, so uh, nineteen. Since we're doing nineteen ninety two specifically. Sure. What a good year. Uh, nineteen ninety two was the premiere of the American Toy Mighty Max. Oh yeah. Which was uh, for youngs who don't know. Polly Pocket came out, and it was like a little compact that had a little doll in it, and that little doll, you'd make it walk around and be like, oh, Polly Pocket, or whatever. And that was extremely successful. 
And, you know, girls can't have anything for themselves. So the boys had to come in and be like, what about compacts for boys? And they made Mighty Max. Now I've come to the conclusion from the 80s to the 90s, uh, every writer for every TV show directed at children, unsupervised. Absolutely no supervision whatsoever. It's the only thing that explains why everything's so dark and crazy. Yeah. Take a look at Ren and Stimpy and that proves it. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Everything is adult-themed, like wildly adult-themed. And Mighty Max is not an exception to this. The um, the reference that I'm going to do is a second season episode. Can you even imagine? That show went two seasons and had a closing arc. Like, it didn't just fade off the air like every other cartoon. It had a full story to tell over two seasons, and it concluded. Well, that Perfectly. Was, that was the era of yeah. we made a show to sell the toy, not we made the toy because the show was popular. So show was it makes so perfect good. sense. In my opinion, the show was so good. Uh, it's called Good Golly, Miss Collie. And it, <laughs> I know. I know. So the premise of the show is that Max, Mighty Max, he uh, gets an Egyptian statue and he drops it and a red cap comes out with his initial on it. And he's the, the chosen one to prevent Armageddon. Mm. Uh so he puts on the hat and he goes and meets his buddies, Norman, who is a Viking, and Virgil, who is a Lumerian fowl, actually. He gets called a chicken a lot and he corrects everybody. So in this episode, he makes a mistake. Lumi- like, Virgil makes a mistake and he doesn't make mistakes. That's Virgil. And uh, they wind up having to go to India to stop a guy who I guess... He was promised something, and I don't know by whom. I'm going to edit that out, too. So in the episode, a guy, um, he revives a serpent named uh, Nahia. And Nahias are people shaped with a snake head. That's Nagas. Nagas. Am I mispronouncing it? Yes. What? Naha? Naga. 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 Oh, like they they spelt it with a J, so then I pronounced it like an H. Oh, no, it's not. So here we are. English is fine. Not English is it's terribly just a hard. a stupid thing I know, but I know. I'm glad you do know it. <laughs> so this Naga, I don't know how the guy gets convinced to resurrect the Naga, um, but that's not a god. That's just some snake man. And he's putting together pieces of an idol of Kali because he's going to bring he's got a magic spell that we don't they don't explain this This is 20 minutes long the cartoon so they they leave a lot to your imagination how did this guy get a spell why does he have a spell but when uh, the Naga uh, is revived the man who revives him 100% dies He's like, you promised me that I will get revenge on my competitors or whatever, and the Nagan just straight up kills that guy. Damn. They don't hide it. They don't show a blood splatter, but, like, the man is doing the scared cartoon face, and then the shadow of the snake overpowers him and takes him, and then that's it for that guy. You don't see him again for the rest of the show. Wow. So he's surely dead. Surely. They kill a lot of people on this show. Like a, like a lot. Everybody dies. The, the Viking is confident all the time because he knows how he's going to die, and then you all get to see him die. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. This is for children. <sighs> so he gathers the pieces of uh, the idol, but he's missing a couple of pieces, and they uh, Max and Co. try to go find it. And they wind up finding the pieces of Shiva. But the the Naga does find the pieces of Kali and resurrects her. And it, and she's like, uh, she is the goddess. Uh, in the show, she's the goddess of death and destruction. Um, she is Shiva. a death. Uh, no, Kali. Okay, sorry. Okay, so the, the snake. The well, no, no, I know. She said Shiva. I'm thinking Jewish days of mourning. Oh. They're sitting Shiva yeah. over the guy that okay. the snake man killed. Shiva. You know. Got it. You know okay. what India's like. <laughs> They're definitely yeah. sitting Shiva. Yeah. They covered every mirror. Yeah. Okay. They do love a mirror. 
so Kali is the goddess of death, time, and doomsday, and she's associated with sexuality and violence, <laughs> and considered a strong mother figure and a symbol of motherly love. <laughs> so that's who the snake person is going to resurrect and does it. But now he's got a spell in his pocket because she comes to life and she's like, who dares... Uh, awaken me and the snake is like uh, I do and then magics her you don't get to see the spell or even know just her eyes go pinpoint and she's like you're my master I'll do whatever you say so he's like great destroy the city why who knows doesn't ever say just fun <laughs> snake man says so. snake man having fun uh, so she's out destroying the city and my, Max and everybody have to get together and figure out how they're going to stop her and they decide by resurrecting Shiva that that was going to be the situation Shiva, Shiva. <laughs> it's Shiva I thought, I thought Sisyphus and Syphilis would have been the last of this but no Shiva is the Suffering Jewish days of morning. I'm going to look up a pronunciation Shiva. I swear to you you're going to argue with the Jewish man yes Avi Greenberg is wrong <laughs> about sitting Shiva. Shiva. <laughs> oh, nope, that'll not work. All right, because I have all the shit lugged in, it won't show me how to pronounce it. <sighs> Looks like we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I'm afraid. Okay. That's always how I I read it as as Shiva. Oh, yeah, I read stuff weird all the time, but. It's- but you're wrong. You're Shiva. It's Shiva. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. maybe it's both. Why can't it be both? I mean, I'm five foot five. I can't be tall. I don't know. Well, there's plenty of words that mean weight and weight. She was a little yeah. bit taller. So weight and weight is, means you know. A minute. They pronounce. Minute. They pronounce the same way, and they mean different stuff. And sometimes. Yeah. The world's a crazy place. It is. I'm going to say Shiva until you die. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sit my Shiva. That's right. You got it. <laughs> I'm going to leave one win- one mirror uncovered just for you. Oh, my. Uh, so... Danny's looking up pronunciation. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I'm probably wrong, but, like, this is the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> Come get me, Kali. Shiva... Is it Shiva? What, what was that? Put that louder. Shiva. Oh. Shiva. Not Shiva, which is what you were saying. Ah. Uh. Shiva. Boom. Shiva. I dropped the mic, but I know it was Shiva. too expensive. Shiva. Anyways. Anyway. Shiva. Shiva. And this is why the pedantic assholes never coming back to the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna replace you with a dog. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You were named after the dog? No. Okay. So, Kali's off destroying things. Right. And Max, and so Norman is the the brawn of the operation as a Viking. So he's like trying to kick a mild amount of ass. And the snake guy then has uh, Ganesh come up. Who I know. I know. Because he's not a violent guy. But, uh, He's under the spell, too. So he gets, like, the dot eyes and, um... What is he there? The, uh, Didn't you watch the episode? Yes, but they don't go into... It's only 20 minutes long, so, like... He's the patron of writers, travelers, students, and commerce. Uh, uh, but they don't get into that. You know, they just... You just see the elephant god show up and be like, I'm gonna wreck you. And I'm like, Ganesh doesn't really wreck anyone, does he? Really, is that mom? No, he's more like, have a seat. We'll have a little philosophical chat for a time. Yeah. Uh, He removes obstacles blocking new projects. And maybe Max is an obstacle and he's removing that obstacle. But I'm going to say it's Snake Man spell. So they leave the area because they're like, well, this is more than we bargained for. And they go to. Shiva Temple Uh, And they're like How do we put it together He's missing legs And what do I do So They figure out That it doesn't have legs Max is the legs Max steps into the temple And puts the idol On the altar Which they do a whole ritual Earlier in the episode They're lighting incense And whatever The guy who gets killed He does like a bunch of stuff So Max stands In the temple And he takes in The spirit of Shiva 
into his body. He has a magical flame in one hand and a magical sword in the other. This is for children. And he goes and he frees uh, Kali from the spell. Uh, and then they kill the snake guy. That guy's dead. Thank you. And that, because they are, they got that part right. They are consorts for each other. Uh, and then they, and then she goes, let us go rest. And then they leave. And I guess the drawing down that Max did is relieved, and that's the end of the episode. So that is the retelling of I don't know what, or a new story <laughs> involving uh, Hindu mysticism in the middle of a children's TV show. <laughs> that's what's going on there. You know, I missed a major opportunity with this. Yeah, what's after, hear, after hearing your story, I realized my answer absolutely should have been Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy. Yeah, for the Grim Reaper. Uh, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. No. I that's love that. It was a great show. So, that was a kid's show, too. It was, and that was definitely not. Unsupervised. Did yeah. you ever watch Billy and Mandy? No. It was like a super cutely drawn kid's show, and it was about the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And he was like visiting them or lived with them. Uh, he was like their guardian, kind of. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like they were orphans. Wow. He was taking care of them, but he was definitely killing things. Yeah, he was deaf. Like, he was deaf, and Mandy was a little evil herself. Yep. Was yeah. deaf like, oh, house call, hang on. Pretty much. Pretty much. A lot of times uh, on Mighty Max, uh, people definitely get, oh, God, this thing. Uh, they get killed a lot, and the voice of the main bad guy, his name's Skullmaster, is Tim Curry. Ooh. So well, you sold that show now. That's oh, my. It's only on YouTube, guys. You'll never find it on DVD. It's in some, like, really, like, questionable... Um, I bought the DVDs on eBay back in the day when you could buy bootleg DVDs on eBay. <laughs> and uh, they go through all the Celtic gods. There's an episode where Max uh, is transported to the astral plane oh. and he can fly there, obviously. But uh, also a children's program. And there's like a skull with a snake in its mouth that's uh, hunting him down on the astral plane. As you know. Like Bad you neighborhood. Do. Like Bad neighborhood, I guess. Uh and they all wind up at Stone. Norman gets eaten by a spider. Virgil gets killed. And Max has to stop Skullmaster at the center on the summer solstice at Stonehenge because of the cap. It is incredible and absolutely should not have been for children. <laughs> so if you're not aware, this show was just a very long lead up to a commercial for Mighty Max. The for cartoon. the toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, the toys don't play into any of those stories. I mean, they came with a little comic book or whatever mm. that would relate back to the TV show in some way. But, like, when you got, like, Little Snake Mountain toy, it just was, like, a little circle, like a makeup compact with a little snake guy on it. And you open it up, and there's a little Max. And that's it. There's no story going on with a toy. They don't mention to Like, in this... I, I'd say it'd be, like, He-Man not really relating back to toys. But, like, how do you relate back to toys? I mean, you, you had the show to sell the toys. Well, the toy came first. Right. And then you made the show to sell the toy. I guess so. you so. created yeah. the lore to, to now now these kids have scenes to act out with the toy. That's kind of what the shows were. Mm. Right? He-Man, Transformers, right? It created the enemies. It created so you had these like different groups that you could fight with. What an unusual storyline to establish, though. Yeah. All the... It was all ancient history, yeah. and they would travel in time. Didn't have to do a whole lot of thinking. And all the stories were there. But this is for like seven and eight year olds. It says you. Well, it says them. I mean, Looney Tunes. Mm. It was for seven and eight year olds, or was it? Dun dun dun. Or was it? <laughs> Although, like, you can make a good case that back when Looney Tunes was created, like, you had to be older at a much younger age. Well, I mean, Looney Tunes actually they wasn't. Had for to kids. be in the eighties and nineties too. Yeah. No, well, we were all latchkey kids, but that doesn't mean yeah. I'm ready to talk we about the actual plan. We were taking care of ourselves. <laughs> Early cartoons. They were had actually... to definitely make sure that if we were going to be stuck home alone, at least we were entertained. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, maybe it all leads up to like pagan influence on me in my life. Watching a guy who definitely gets killed right beforehand be like, "I like this incense in thine honor." <laughs> Which is pretty rude. If you got resurrected by a guy who is worshipping you and you kill him right away, that's mean. That happens all the time. I mean, rude, really, though. Have you not seen um, 
A bordello of blood. <laughs> Somebody Fucking. should have picked bordello of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they kind of kill some people. I'm sorry. Is that, did I get you? Oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah. they weren't worshipping her so much as they were enjoying what they thought was a strip club. So I don't know. No, if that... no, you're thinking about <laughs> no, dogma. No, not dogma. Um, oh, that one. That Dello of Blood is the third in the series. You are thinking of the first movie. Mm. I don't know what the first. I forgot I the name of it. The name of the movie. George Clooney. George Clooney. Salma oh, Hayek. Dust to Dawn. Dust to Dawn. And then there was another one. Stunning in that movie. Yes, in every movie. The main stuff. Salma Hayek stunning in every yeah, movie. Like so, fun fact, which has yeah. nothing to do with podcast either. There are three movies in that series. Okay. There's uh, Death Death Till Dawn, Death by from, Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn. Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn. There is the one with Billy Zane. Mm, I don't remember the, the name of it. I can't remember the fucking name of that movie. Um, where he, Billy Zane, Billy Zane, Billy Zane is in it. That's the second one. And then the third one is Bordello of Blood. And guess who stars in that one? Uh, Miller before he takes a nosedive. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yes. But also Corey Haim. Corey Haim? I'm Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Do you know there's other Dusk Till Dawns? Yeah. Yes. I that, had no idea. We just talked about three of them. Yes, but the those, were the daughter. Main, those were supposed to oh, yeah, the Hangman's are, Daughter was... Oh, they, they all have a sub name. Gotcha. But they were supposed Sorry. to be, it was supposed Sorry. to be the three, those were the three big ones because those were the only ones that were produced by Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Wow. All I know is Anyways, Danny Trejo's in it, that's all I care about. Well, yes, he's always in Man. Um, but anyways, my point was is uh, they were going to worship her, the vampire lady, and uh, when they woke her up, she drained them. I think it's interesting that none of us picked uh, any vampiric lore, even though there's because like vampires of plenty. It's so overdone. I feel like I feel like everybody's covered. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna say about a vampire? Like, what do they represent? The there's just folk? some like which one is the the favorite version? Which is it closer to? Uh, he's not from Romania. The Romanians are coming for you now. Demon Knight. That was the movie. Would, um, like, what would be the favorite vampire lore? Would it be closer to Dracula? Or would it be closer to Nosferatu? Or would it be closer to, like, a Twilight or a True Blood? You've never read the Anne Rice ones, right? No. I I've seen the say, movie, though. Well, so, again, because I read too many books. Um, I would say that lore-wise, the way uh, she she explains how vampires came into the world. Mm. So her explanation is that, you know, a bazillion years ago, there was these two women that were brought to the Egyptian court. Um, they were considered witches because they can talk to a demon. Um, and the queen wanted them, which is the queen from the... Queen of the Damned? Yes. Okay. Um, wanted to harness their powers and whatever. Uh, ends up, long story short, like she abuses them and bloodlets one of them. The demon gets inside their blood because he's trying to save the two sisters mm. and turns them into vampires. The queen finds out and drinks their blood oh. to turn herself into the vampire. Um, and then that's how... The vampire so every vampire came. stems off that queen. Um, it actually stems off the two women, the right. sisters, but it actually stems from a demon who he later you find out sounds more fairy, mm. like he was a, a shining being, and but because he was trying to save them, he infused it and created vampires. Oh. So I thought that that lore was actually pretty cool. That, that is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I know, I know. Because Queen of the Damned was a garbage movie. It's so a good that. book, but that's when you... See, in the book, that's when you learn about the whole history of the vampires. That disappoints me about movies a lot of the time, because, like, you could have saved a lot of trouble of, like, pelvis swinging or whatever was going on in that movie. When is pelvis and swinging this... trouble? Yeah, yeah, and, like... <laughs> no, like, they had, like, Aaliyah come out as Queen of the Damned, and she was doing, like, a lot of snaky moves and, and crap yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, like... Honestly, like 45 seconds less of that gets you the backstory, you know? I <laughs> say that book, about Harry she's, Potter, she's, too. She's gone crazy because she's lived too long. Right. Mm. She's just, she's nuts because she's just seen everything. There's nothing Methuselah new for her. Methuselah syndrome. Imagine yeah. that if you lived that long, you would do 
yeah. go crazy. You'd right? definitely be like, well, would it be crazy or would it bored. be your perspective is so much different than everyone else's that it seems crazy to everyone else? She lived so long that she stopped viewing humans as a viable. But that's what I'm saying. Is that necessarily thing? crazy yeah. when you've got that level of knowledge? That's the problem. Maybe it seems crazy to us. But, but then you add boredom on top of it, and oh, I yeah. think Eric's maker in True Blood was like that. Yes. Yes, it was the same. Was it's almost the line. same concept. Mm, it, it's oh, very similar. I cry. I didn't. I didn't cry as hard as I did for anybody than I did for Eric's maker. That the, rocked Eric's me down. Eric's maker would have made a good mythology because he was clearly picked. Yeah. Oh, the Pictish warrior yeah. thing. Like really. So, I hate to backtrack here, but Demon Knight, which is part of the Crypt Keeper, Crypt, the Tales from the Crypt series, the tagline from that movie just. <laughs> Ready for your dead time story? Question mark. I love right, bad writers. I just want to point. These are the kinds of movies that Danny loves. I want you to know that Jada Pinkins is in it. Before she was Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Billy Zane, William Sadler. I'm looking at it now because I'm a nerd. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. I mean, Wings. Why have you not seen this movie? I mean, I have. Seen it. <laughs> None of the things you have said are uh, deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's only encouragement. <laughs> I mean, it just makes me want to watch the movie more again. Yeah. <laughs> Sideways, by the way, if you're a Thomas Hayden Church fan, go see it. I love, I love Tales. I don't think it's him that's selling the movie. Tales from the Crypt. Never him. You know, the Crypt Keeper would have been a good one too. Mm. Oh, I would like that. He had an interesting backstory. He has a backstory. Did you know that? I do not know his backstory. Please tell me all about it. So his mother was a carnival freak, and his father was a mummy. I live. Oh. I live. Oh, like Osiris? Like. <laughs> the, the carnival bought the mummy, and the mummy fell in love with the carnival freak, and they had a baby. The Crypt Keeper. Yes! And, and it's my And precious. that's why he looks like he's falling apart all the time. But he just leaned into it. Yeah. And was like, I tell spooky but stories, like his look nose at me. He's fallen off because his dad's a mummy, and there wasn't enough. Like, he, he inherited half of it. His daddy was his mummy. His daddy was his mummy. That's the backstory. That's excellent. Just so you know. The I think there's a lot of backstory. fun, like, modern interpretations. Everybody, I think... I we... love a good backstory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's a bad backstory. <laughs> it's a sign. Oh, my goodness. It is a sign, because we're over an hour. Start. Oh, my. Signs, oh my signs, God. everywhere the signs. Hey, we don't have copyright on that. Have, yeah. uh, it's live performance. They don't care. Yeah, that's uh, half the publisher. Fines, fines everywhere. There's fines. Now it's parody, and you win. <laughs> there you go. Uh, got anything to plug, everybody? No. Anything you want to plug? Don't Bobby? say it. Not allowed my sexual jokes, so no. Abby's gonna plug butts. Danny, what uh, what are you plugging? Plural. I'm Make sure you know that she said plural sure butts. My butt is pointed the other direction. Correct. Somebody <laughs> do. Michael, got anything to plug? I know you definitely do. I do not You're in a what? band called Who Cares that has an album out. You can listen to it on Spotify. Oh. And we care because that's it's not a all great news. For the record, you know what uh, I would say uh, the only other thing—it's like I six months plug, old news, guys. Yeah, might as well come out a decade ago. Is if you're uh, if you're uh, in the Brooklyn area on uh, Friday night, I'm playing with a. Uh, what date? What's the date? Um, if it's this Friday. This Friday night. This won't go out for another four weeks. Oh, okay, this is not going out for another four so weeks. So if you can time travel. To plug. I, I say, I say, I say good night and good luck. <laughs> you see no shreds. Go listen to them. I'm telling you. Really, it's really good. You guys can listen to Who Cares play. Um, at, oh, jeez. On Spotify. What's the name of your record? Uh, the name of the record is One Try. So there you go. Uh, we also have one on there called Radiator People. It's about 25 years old. And the 25th anniversary of Radiator People. If you're in New York City on May 6th, you can go see Stifler's Mom. That's his all-90s uh, cover band, uh, Payday, for at the Cutting Room in Manhattan. Oh, okay, cool. That's a good plug. Yeah, They've got it going on. Come to the cutting room. And if you're like, ah, the city or whatever, just get on the train. It's like three blocks from Penn Station. Yeah, it's an easy walk. It's uh, bliss. You don't have to screw around with the subway or people mostly. It's good. It's actually easy to park, which is like weird. That's the tragedy. (laughs) If you get there at like nine, you can park. No problem. It's ridiculous. 
I moved my car last time I went there because I was like, I, 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 I parked my car like a block away from the gate because like, oh, cool, I found a spot. And then I uh, shuffled on up and uh, I found like all the spots in front of the place. And I just, I moved my car a ton. My car was ridiculous. Midtown, who figured? You mm-hmm. park in Midtown Manhattan on Friday night, on Saturday night. It's true. Anyway, I'll shut up now. Continue. (sighs) You can listen to me over on ZPM Stargate. Uh, I know you all thought I was going to pick Stargate as my myth because they lean very heavily into... You talk about it every episode. I do. Every time a new god comes up and it's on Stargate, I'm like, guess what episode they're on? (laughs) They're on all of them. (laughs) Uh, Even uh, Colleen. So there you go. So go listen to me on Stargate and I'll talk about that stuff there. And thanks to this guy, Mike Giacino, for writing our theme music. You can check us out on lastgodpod at gmail.com, lastgodpod on Twitter, and you'll hear more of us recording a live podcast, so exclusive live podcast, at the Long Island Beltane Festival in Huntington, and that'll be on May 7th. That's a Saturday. Uh, Link in the description below. Otherwise... Thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Goodbye. Bye.